Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner, play action, looking, punch, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Throwing down the middle. Oh, this Clint Sterner is putting on a show. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. To a oh. wide open receiver. It's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown! All right, let's bring in... Clint, talk about the win over the weekend. Good morning, sir. How are you? Man, I'm doing all right, fellas. A little under the weather after uh, I was up in Fayetteville and that 20-degree uh, weather on the sideline. Uh, got me. It got me a little bit, fellas, but uh, it was well worth it, so I'm doing good. Well, I don't think anybody anticipated the kind of beatdown Arkansas put on Ole Miss, and they, of course, scored a few touchdowns in the fourth quarter to make it a little more respectable. I've also never seen a team rush for – have two two guys go over 200 in a losing effort where the game was really not competitive. It was, uh, you know, obviously the return of KJ meant a lot to Arkansas. Clint, what what stood out to you about the way Arkansas did it and uh, really just kind of, I mean, put it on Ole Miss. It was over at the half, pretty much. Yeah, look, I mean, we talked about it at length, Justin. I, I think the, the the fact he just is their identity. And, and look, let's be honest, there, there's a huge drop off. A, a, a much much bigger drop off than should than, than is is acceptable if we're being honest from KJ to whoever they want to make the backup quarterback be. So I look, I mean that that's been a problem in games that KJ isn't there, but but he is the identity of this of this team. I mean we all he helped in the run game, how he's a threat in the run game. Um, we all know that you know Kendall Browse is going to throw those quick wide receiver screens, and if they work, great. If not, there's a method to the madness of just giving Rocket Sanders and KJ Jefferson more space inside to run in between the tackles, and, and how important that is. His ability to to buy, you know, just buy a little bit of time, keep his eyes down the field, and find a receiver, you know, two or three times a game in critical moments. It's just it's just an absolute game changer for Arkansas, man, and so. Um, getting their starter back and being able to pour it on down the stretch. Look, they started slow again. They didn't take advantage of the early turnover. Um, the defense let Ole Miss out of a third and 23 or something like that down there before the turnover. So they started slow again, but, boy, they they have the ability when K.J.'s in there to really pour it on over a quarter or a quarter and a half of football when the opponent takes a slow step or the opponent falls asleep. Boy, Arkansas showed that they could really pour it on, and they did that in the second quarter. Did you have a problem with the way Arkansas handled the the, the second half after they were up forty-two to six? Did, he, uh, did Coach Pittman call off the dogs too early? No, no. I mean, I you know, I think I think again, we've talked about this. How kind of how you how you make decisions in the moment, and and I think at that point in time, forty-two to six, it was the Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it was a four straight game where the defense, I think, is exceeding expectations in a big, big way. And, you know, you, you don't, the last thing you want to do is go out there, one, with a banged up quarterback and getting, you know, put him at more risk. 
Uh, and I think a luxury that you have at that point in time is to take all those things into consideration and play to what you know what your defense has been the last three games and, and a, a half against Ole Miss. Play to you'd rather not you know get your quarterback injured. You'd rather not expose him to any more contact than you need to. Um, and it, it was a, a a a large large lead, and, and the game was lopsided at that point in time. So. Would I, Wes? Would I have liked to seen kind of push that thing into the early fourth quarter, maybe? Yeah, I would. I would have liked to have seen that, but um, I'm not going to fault the man for the decision that he made in terms of just calling the dogs off a, a little bit earlier than most folks would. Have. I think it's a very opportunistic defense. You know, the three turnovers, that was the difference in the game. Justin alluded to all the yards they gave up, but those three turnovers, were that, that was a game changer, uh, being able to stop Ole Miss, getting them off the field, and then getting the ball back to the offense. Yeah, look, when, when you win the turnover battle and it's that lopsided, obviously it's going to be a big-time advantage. What I love about Arkansas and what they did was a lot about what we talked about last week, guys. Like, I love the fact that they sold out to stop the run. And, and then when Ole Miss decided to pass, all of a sudden you're playing to your strengths, of which Arkansas probably doesn't get the credit they deserve on defense. And, and I don't know how. I don't know why or how they're doing it because sometimes they do it with a three-man rush. Sometimes they – they do it with a six or seven man rush, but but at the end of the day, Arkansas's pass rush guys needs to be discussed more often, right? I mean, I remember I remember talking about it a little bit when it was when they were leading the country in, in sacks early in the season, but then they lose a few games and, and maybe don't produce the way that they had earlier, and we stop. And this this pass rush is, is really really good. So load the line of scrimmage, you know, stop a run first football team, and then when they do decide to pass, now you've got the numbers to go get to, to go get the quarterback and. Um, you know, you risk you risk giving up a couple of bombs. You know, you risk giving up a you know a running back hitting a crease and going you know hitting it down the goalpost and maybe getting seventy or eighty yard touchdown. But when it's all said and done, boy, you put them in a lot of third and long. Uh, you force their their tackle to, to to hold their water and not not uh, not move early, and then you force their tackles and really their offensive line across the board to pass protect efficiently, and they just weren't able to do that. Man, Arkansas defense. I don't care about the 700-plus yards. I think that had a lot to do with what Wes just mentioned, of Arkansas kind of calling the dogs off. and You know, they rushed for a lot of yards late in that ball game as well. I'm not worried about that part of it uh, as, as much as I'm impressed with, with what Arkansas was able to do in terms of playing to their strength and really, really, they gave up a couple of big plays, no question, but really dictating to Ole Miss, like, okay, now you're going to have to convert this third down and you're going to have to convert it under pressure. And they just, Ole Miss wasn't up for the battle. Clint Sterner with us, thanks to Motorsports Authority. Uh, here's a question on the first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Why have we not been running an offense like that all season? Where have those calls been? Totally different game from what I've seen. <clears throat> yeah, look, man, I mean, it, it, it's Kendall Browse. It's been the same offense that, we, that we've seen all year long. Um, you know, you've had a couple of games where the game plan just wasn't as effective as which is football. It just sometimes you – you just hope that your your play caller is on point more times than he misses. And the times that, that Kendall Browse dials up a creative play, it's frustrating when it doesn't work. When it does, we just keep rolling on. And, um, you know, it's easy. It's a lot easier to call plays when you've got your identity and you've got your quarterback in the ballgame. Um, you've got a quarterback that has the confidence to stand up and throw the fade route when it's man-to-man instead of trying to run around and, and like a chicken with his head cut off. You know, he makes deci- he's very decisive, confident, and by the way, he's a better player. So you know that's the same offense. I said this. I said this two, three weeks ago, guys. 
Um, I mean, Arkansas is, is and I don't, know, I don't know what the numbers say right now today, but as of about three weeks ago, that them and Oregon were the two teams in America that were averaging over 230 rushing and 230 passing in the game. This offense, when, when they're healthy, uh, this offense is really, really, really good. It, it may not fit, you know, it may not be the, the, the perfect taste for everybody out there, but man, when when they when they got their guys healthy and they're playing playing football, it, it is a a really really effective offense. I, I think the only game that I say, you know, kind of what the hell about is the Liberty game. And I understand now looking back, KJ did practice throughout the week, but still, I, I think that's a. I think we're letting them off the hook. I think if if, if I don't know if that's the right phrasing, but I, I think we're we're making excuses if that's. You know, if that's why we we accept the 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 loss to Liberty or the poor for performance offensively against Liberty, they just their offensive line wasn't ready. I don't think Rocket Sanders was ready. I don't think KJ Jefferson was ready. I don't think Kendall Browse was on his game, and and they gave one away. But other than that, guys, I mean, I mean, it, it's it's been awful this season of of what this offense has been able to do through century. Yeah, I'm looking at Liberty. They've they've lost now two in a row since they uh, beat Arkansas. So that is especially disappointing. We, uh, I don't know, I guess, are we going to get Clint's second appearance this week? Did we figure out a day this Yeah, morning? Wednesday, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, I Wednesday. want to ask you a whole lot about Missouri, but it was a wild weekend generally in the SEC and really around the country. Tennessee goes down to South Carolina. Um, you had a couple of teams escape that are in the national landscape as far as the, the playoff picture goes. Uh, you had North Carolina go down to Georgia Tech. What in the world was that? I don't know. But it was a, it was a pretty crazy weekend, and then a couple of teams that avoided disaster. Yeah, you know, I think the interesting one there for me is Tennessee. I, I I really thought they were they were a top four team. If if the Ohio State and Michigan weren't down there beating up on each other, I thought Tennessee would be in the top four. Uh, or I'm sorry, uh, Michigan and, and Ohio State beating up on a weak conference. I'm sorry, they got to play this week, so we'll find out. But um, the Tennessee game is disappointing to me because now, you know, the SE perspective, you got to look at can Alabama take in with two losses. I don't think I, after we played LSU, I just don't think LSU is as good as everybody thinks they are, as, as their record will tell you. And, and I don't think they have a chance against Georgia. So I, I think that's a pipe dream. Moving forward, it's it's can Alabama somehow find a way in the rankings to, to sneak in there if 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 disaster happens at the top. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how this thing unfolds. But Tennessee, I think of, of the weekend was the most disappointing one uh, for me, man. I, I, that's. Um, I really do believe that they were one of the better teams in, in America, one of the top four teams in America. And and along the way, not only did they lose, they lost Hendon Hooker, who I think was for me was the front runner for the Heisman Trophy uh, at that point in time. So bad weekend, bad weekend in Knoxville, no question. By the way, Ohio State is a seven and a half point favorite over Michigan in the Big House, or not in the Big House, excuse me, in the Horseshoe this weekend. So you better take that right now. You think it's going to go up? Yeah, probably. It could will. be nine before it's over. I bet it moves a point and a half. That wouldn't surprise me. That sounds reasonable. Um, I'd love to see Michigan win that game, though. I don't know if that, that doesn't help the SEC. Probably. I don't think. I don't think they'll disregard Ohio State as easily as they will Michigan. But we've talked about that before. Um, yeah, if Michigan loses, they're out because yeah. of that non-conference schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think that, what guys, else. That, that game. That game should be an elimination. Game. I mean, let, let's yeah. be honest. I, I don't. I don't know how much Big Ten football y'all have watched this year. But I mean, it, it, the I Ohio Ohio State, and that's why I have a really hard time leaning into Ohio State and, and CJ Stroud for that matter. I'm not as impressed with CJ Stroud as a draft prospect as, as much as everybody else is as well. But I mean, he, he threw for over 100 yards, two touchdowns. 
when the game after the game was forty to ten in Iowa versus Iowa. I mean, it's like like no one. And every time you talk about you talk, they talk about the stats. You're just like, no, man. I mean, you guys are you guys are, are continuing to throw the football pad stat in a way that not many people in America do. And they'll openly tell you about, hey, we're padding stats because the college football playoff committee wants to see it. So, so so be it. That's fine. But I just I don't buy old, old uh, I don't buy Ohio State that boy the eye test just puts them in the top in America. And I don't I don't buy you know C.J. Uh, Stroud as much either. Now, as a football team, they're a better football team than, than I think Michigan. They're a more complete football team than Michigan at this point in time. So I, I think they win that ball game, but I think I do think it's a tight ball game. Okay, very good. Uh, quickly, Cowboys, I mean, again, didn't expect Arkansas to do what they did to Ole Miss. Wasn't shocked that the Cowboys won. They were a road favorite, but to do what they did and expose Minnesota as the frauds that they are, still going to win the division. Uh, it was impressive, frankly, and now the Cowboys get back in the conversation as a Super Bowl favorite, maybe? In the conversation. NFC representative yeah. at least. Yeah, Yeah. look, I, they, I need to see more out of them on a consistent basis put them in the same category of what we've seen from, from Kansas City and really Buffalo, if we're being honest. Um, and, you know, I, I think they, they've drawn closer to, to Philadelphia right now. Um, and, and they're definitely in the conversation. I, look, I, I think Dak Prescott completed 88% of his passes yesterday. I mean, he had an absolute – I mean, I think he had the best game of his career in terms of they got the W. You could, I, I wish you probably watched more down-to-down Cowboys than I have, but, I mean, I, I think the Tampa Bay game that they lost last year to open the season was an unbelievable game by Dak Prescott. But when you talk about efficiency and just literally stomping a mud hole in a team, Yesterday's got to be as impressive, if not more impressive, than anything Dak's done as a pro. One of my biggest complaints is uh, he may complete passes, Clint, but sometimes they're, you know, the receivers are having to stop or go to the ground. If, if he had elite, you know, if you hit him in stride, it could be a big play. And he did that yesterday. You think of that Pollard yeah. throw, perfect throw. Pollard never breaks stride and goes all the way for the touchdown. He was very accurate beyond what the statistics say. I thought the play calling was phenomenal, too. I loved it, and I tweeted about it. But he, they went Pollard in the flat, Pollard in the flat, and they got him to come up and bite, then they put him on the wheel route. I was like, bye. See ya. He's so good, dude. I love Pollard. He's so good. But once again, the Cowboys ran the ball. When they are able to run the ball, it opens up the pass game. That's a simple philosophy. That's football right there, Clint, 101. Uh, but when they focus on running the ball and establishing the run, they're really good offensively. Well, it's it's such a trick, right? I mean, because it's easy to get caught up in in the game and 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 not, you know, we're only running it for a yard or we're running it for two yards, or we're really struggling, you know, we're struggling dominating the line of scrimmage. Why run it? Well, the the big picture, man, the method to the madness, it, you know, is it, I mean, you're the more you do that, the more those linebackers and safeties get their eyes in the backfield, and and the more the defensive coordinator has to adjust his game plan, and so you're really dictating offensively what the defense is doing. And then on the flip side, you can do your counter punches and, and land every single one of them. And, and Wes, to your point, I mean, I think that's the difference between Dak Prescott and, and the other great active quarterbacks in the NFL right now is is accuracy. The ability, and it's, it's no, it really make it more, no more difficult than does his receivers have the ability to catch the ball in stride and just keep running, or is it a 15-yard game because he caught it there? You're spot on about that. Can Dak be that guy more often? The Cowboys got a chance to win a Super Bowl. Clint, appreciate the time, buddy. Thanks to Motorsports Authority. We will check in with you in a couple days. Get ready for the Missouri matchup with Arkansas. Bowl eligible, baby. Let's ride. Let's make plans. Where's the party at? 103.7 to buzz. Let's get it. We'll figure that out when we get a little closer to it, but I appreciate that for sure. We'll include you.
All right, get uh, get rested and get healthy. We'll talk to you Wednesday. Clint, thanks. You got it, brother.